We can't see them as on the other side. God does. You're over there. We're over here. No, no. We have to be willing to take the lashes in order to be witnesses. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair, sit on your knees because Gabriel Michael Moses and I, Henry Lorgan Newton Moses III, have a story to tell you that we're definitely still learning about. Yikes. Welcome to Talk the Walk. Well, I just told you what our names were <laughs> in the full. And I am the one he mentioned. We are super happy to be here and we do thank you for joining us wherever you may be. And now they know how much cooler your name is than mine. <laughs> how much more our parents loved you than they did me. They gave you a three at the end of years, though. The that is that and the Moses and the Henry uh-huh. are all cool. And then they went off Noonan. the rails. I like Noonan. Look, oh, they're good. Lowering. They're good, but it's hard to understand. Here's the problem with Noonan. I'm always having to get it fixed. I spell it right, and then the driver's license people, they just got to mess it up. And then the NMLS people, mm-hmm. which are the our, our national licensing oversight people. Oversight, yes. They mess it up, and then I have to go through all this nonsense and send all this documentation that nobody else in the world has to deal with but me. They believe it should be Newman. Because they think it should be Newman. Like Paul Newman has ruined my life. No, you wish it was Paul Newman. It's more like Newman. No. From Seinfeld. Look, anybody <laughs> with the name of Newman has ruined my life. <laughs> why? Oh, why? From now on, I'm going to. Didn't when I, I see pick you, the blue pill? The moment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not too late. People still change their names, don't they? You don't. But have I can't do it. I mean, it was, a, it was an honor to Grandpa. That's right. It was my Grandpa's name, Henry Loring Noonan. And I love my Grandpa. And I do. And I'm glad to honor him that way. Noonan sounds cooler than Newman. To me. And, and, and look, and I could get on board with the Noonan, but Loring? I don't know what's up with that. It almost sounds like Lori. It's kind of girly. It is kind of girly. It's kind of curvy. You're kind of curvy. That's not a nice thing to say. (laughs) I'm working on it. Why don't you just call me Mr. McFat Fat? (laughs) I don't think I like the way you said that. I love you. I love you. I'm here. Man, I'm I'm catching it from you. I'm catching it from Miles. (laughs) I'm catching it from Sherry Uh, today. Everybody's beating up on poor Henry Loring Noonan Moses III. Calling me curvy on air. (laughs) I'm sorry. We're already talking about how your name is is, uh, two archangels and Moses. (laughs) And how my name is girly and curvy. Because I'm curvy. Let me let me tell you, some, my biceps are curvy. They're more curvy than oh, mine. That's right. That's a fact too. You know, some days other people need to be lifted up while you get put down, 
and you're in that pot, you know, the, you know, it is, set, I'm trying to work person on, is yeah. in that spot to be able to take it that day when the other people maybe needed yeah. to be lifted up. I, I'm trying to work on being better at being pummeled. So <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a good job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's true. If you can't laugh at yourself, I'll tell you, you know, the like, truth. You know, it, what you're saying there is, I love it. It's it's amazing. it makes life better if you it can laugh at yourself. It better laugh at your stuff. Yeah, it you make know. you get through life easier. I've got a mole on kind my of, face yeah. that just I'm like I, I just wish yeah. What's the deal with better. that? It kind of blends in though. I know you have that thing checked. No, Do you name it. No, I don't want to think about it. It's out of sight and out of mind. I don't look. It's, at, the at least much. it's in a crevice. So it yeah. Kinda, but I don't like it. It's right there. I know where it well, is. I'd have that sucker taken off. Uh, See, if I could have my love handles taken off, I would. I can. I, it's called discipline. <laughs> Dr. Discipline. Yep. I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. I'm doing the Noom thing. Doing. I'm the like Noom. combining Noom with uh, intermittent fasting. Uh-huh. So... You're you the progress you've made though. Yeah. Let's not take away from what you. Well, done. you wouldn't know it by the way you said it. A that's because I'm your little brother, and yeah. that's what that's my Dag job. Corky. Once in a while, I got a zinnia. This one just happened to be on a recording. It is pretty funny for all to hear. It is a curvy name. <laughs> then you get Gabriel and Michael. I think our parents just got more creative. I think they. As were, time went I by. think they were worried about me. I tell well, you almost died. We talked about that, but that was after I had the name. I think. Right. That, I think that before I came, you needed along, archangel like, names to make it through life. Hey, this guy's gonna be a troublemaker if we don't get something good on him that will be stuck with him, and he'll have to think about it every day. Well, and they thought you were gonna be the last child. That's true. Too. So I guess they wanted to go out with a bang. Poured it all on me. You know what? Hmm. How'd they pick Jenny's name? I know how they picked every single that one was, of our names. That was what was popular back then in the 80s. Or the, what was she, 78? Is that what mom said? Yeah. Oh, it was okay. It was just a great name, and that's what people were. So that's what she got. Jenny. I believe that's correct, but that I'd have to right. double check it. But I think it was beautiful name. Everybody was loving it. So they went with Jenny. It is a good name. Yeah. yeah it is a Fantastic. good name. Fantastic. And I love it. It means fair lady. At least they too. didn't name her... Jenny, Ralph, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she would have changed it. <laughs> you call me Ralph? Yeah. And, so, and they got tired of middle names on the last two. They just didn't even mess with them. But no. Lee and Boo, they didn't get, no, they don't have yeah, any. Maggie. No, that's not her actual. It's not even true. No. Wow. They gave it to her after birth. I feel like this is when you told me that it was you who burned our house down when we were kids and not me. No. I'm feeling like that right now. I no. thought Boo. I thought no rabbit trail. Was Maggie. I thought her name was Maggie. No, I'm telling you. It's really not. Oh, my gosh. And, and right, Leah Llewellyn? Nope. Not true. Not true. Oh, my gosh. Not legal. I want to see the birth certificates. Yeah. Go get them. It's just Leah Moses. I'm going to text them both after this. Uh, Leah's was Leah Moses and Boo's was Rebecca, Rebecca Moses. Moses. Yeah. No middle name went up with that. No, they just got lazy. I'm they so used glad. it all. You know what? Because they thought you were the last child. <sighs> and so they used up all their creativity. They gassed out. Putting your name together. And I, I you almost have to think that. Oh, but look. Dad picked your name. Look at That's this. That's like warrior, warrior, warrior. 
Dad had to do it. And mom was like, yeah, because she's a fighter too. I was about to say to hear mom tell it, she definitely was involved. It's just bull. And since dad's already passed on. It's bull. Notice I just said bull, by the way. So I don't get in trouble for miles. That's right. Because we just got scolded before we came in here. We we said, yeah, on some of these we said. We can't say the words we said. The C word. Because Miles and Sherry will make fun of us and the make us feel bad. C-R-A and then a fourth letter. Yes. <laughs> and we're not going to say the fourth letter. We're not going to say it. I mean, we already, you know, if we're not careful, we'll get censor- censored by big tech. But now we have to worry about getting censored by our own camp. Big Barfield. Yeah. Big Heater. Big Bar. Big Share. The heater's going to light us up. The heater, yeah. It's putting us under the heat. <laughs> oh, they were laughing about it, making fun of us, and just smashing us. Yeah, be I told careful. Them I, felt, I felt so hurt. Say. It was a sad day from our own camp. You're a big boy. You beat all With that said, we shouldn't have said what we said. It wasn't good. <laughs> I'm going to go back and see if it wasn't you. I'm pretty sure it was me. <laughs> I, I, that is the funny thing because you just get to talking. Miles said he expects us to rise above and to be above. Here's what it is. Here's you know why. The, all right, this whole podcast isn't it supposed to be about regular dudes that talk about their walk with God and their refinement over the course of time. Isn't that what this is? Yeah. And 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 getting closer to the Lord. But the fact is, you and I are sitting here at this table. You're there. I'm here. I'm your brother. We don't just. We didn't just come into cross paths. Right. You know, twenty years in a life. We've known yeah, each yeah. other all our lives. Yep. We. We. You, you can get carried away. Just. I'm just talking to my big brother here, and you can mess up that way. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we did. I guess we said the. Uh, to be C-R-A. fair, we're, we're kind of joking around, being funny right now, but when it gets down to it, I mean, I don't want to say it. No, now, when you the, think about it, the other one I'm not even gonna spell. I mean, it's just kind of, it's just kind of, yeah, no, nah, you know, no, we ain't gonna. And it's, and he said, too raw. he said that uh, that he understood the context we were saying it or something like that. But, he gave us grace. Oh yeah, man. Smiles miles for the grace. Always, uh, that's good because we're gonna be talking about that today too. But talking about some grace, we're gonna be talking about a little little grace, little non judgmental. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to all that. But let's move on to section two. Yep. Let's okay. Get this party started. I'm dying to do this. Okay. I'm so living, living to do this. Scripture memory time. Maybe we should record that and have that be the send off. Yeah, something funny sounding. Yeah, I like it. Get on with the scripture memory. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with some Romans eight ten, but if Christ is in you, although the body is dead from sin, the the spirit is alive, or the spirit is life through righteousness. Say it again. So although the body is dead through sin, because of sin, the spirit is life. Because of righteousness. Mm. Yeah. I like it. If Christ is in you. If Christ is in you. Although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Raised from it. And then right after that, it goes into, I didn't actually memorize this part, but it goes into, uh, it goes into talking about how the same spirit that, that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us come on come on 
I mean, right. so to sit there. You got to put two and two together. And just in meditating on that a little bit, thinking about, I mean, running around in a bad mood or whatever. And if you think it, think in the second, the spirit of the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in us. Dwells within me. And I'm going to just tell everybody right now, you should pause this episode right now and do that, what you just said. Meditate on that just for Selah. 15 seconds. Stop and think about it. Stop yeah. and think about it for 15 seconds. That's... You gotta you gotta bring that home. It's crazy. It's like you you talk about the moon. That's been kind of your big thing. You know, no matter where you're at in the country, yeah. we can all look at the moon at the same time and and know that we're seeing the same exact thing at the same time. And and you've kind of brought up before that same moon that's up there in the sky is the same moon that was up there when Christ was walking the earth. That's yep. a really cool thought. When he was in the garden and it was shining yes, down on him. the same exact moon. Of That's course. what's shining down on us now. Better than either one of those? Far better. Is the same <laughs> spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead yep. dwells inside of us and gives life to us even though our bodies are dead from sin, yeah. from the law of sin. Whatever aches, whatever pains, like we may get some physical healing, but healing, but more than that, spiritual, the spiritual healing that we gain from understanding if you truly believe and understand and appreciate. And that's called freedom. Oh, it's freedom. That's called freedom. That's what dwells. It's in a game changer. Yeah. And you do, you look at, you, you can't help but look at, at people and, uh, and some Christians, you can really see freedom because, they are unabashedly who they are, right? You get a full taste of them. They're unique. They don't bear these burdens anymore. Mm. And then some of us Christians hold on a little bit to some of our pains from the past or some, mm-hmm. some whatever. And you, and, and so we're more subdued. We're more controlled um, in that way and less free. And um, more nervous to step out there and be exactly who God made us to be. And I think that the closer you get with him, it's all a a walk. And he has us where we are. He's with us where we are. But uh, the closer you get with God, the more you know it is him in us coming out of us and us in him. You become more who you were meant to be over the course of time walking. It's not the burden of all the weight being on you. Yes. Just the it's understanding that the same spirit is within us and brings life to us, even though we walk in death. Yep. Billy Graham it's says. It's not about us. You don't have to hold on to him. He'll pull you up when you give your life to him. It's so hard to, up. it's so hard to comprehend <clears throat> that. It's hard to comprehend that. I can't comprehend If it. you're thinking in the natural if you're thinking in the natural realm, but if you're understanding that God is so much higher than us, so much more strong than us, and resides in a different realm than we do, mm-hmm. and that's the same spirit that resides in us, you got to really okay, put the you, time You've in. got supernatural abilities above your abilities residing within you. You do not have to count on yourself. Yep. You count on God. You trust in God. You walk forward in the confidence of that. 
and you're good to go. You're good to go. It's going to help you to, to react differently to people. It's going to help you to, um, to bless people differently. But if, if, if we're sitting there counting on ourselves and our dead bodies that are dead from sin, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to bring a stench with it. going to rot. Dead bodies bring stench. Yeah. And the acts thereof will bring stench with them. Mm-hmm. But righteousness, the, 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 the spirit having life because of righteousness. Oh, yeah. Can smell like the lilies of the valley. That's right. And I do think um, to, to stop and think about all that and go, what would my life be like if I were to truly lay you know, to think, to think right now of what's the things in your life that ail you, that, um, have you trapped? What if those things were gone? Whatever they are that burden your mind and your spirit, what if they were gone right now? Who would you be? What would you, would you, would you be so thrilled? Probably. Would you be filled with joy? Probably Mm -hmm. to lay it down. It, in the Bible, of course, and it's all biblical. We know this. We've been Christians a long time, but the Bible does say you got to lose your life to gain it. Then you get it, and that spirit is in you. L- let let him be in control. Let him have you. Yeah, walk throughout your day as if you believe the spirit is within you. The you same spirit that right. Re- I mean, how much does that away. change? Your your <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're giving yourself away. I mean, how much does it alter the way you look at things? Yeah, it would change everything. How much does it alter the things you do? Yeah. You know. Those things dictate I'm about to buy. Oh, wait a minute. The same spirit. I'm about to chew this person's head. Well, wait. Pump the brakes. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. I serve. Dwells in me. The king. Hold on. I don't serve the me. Yeah. I serve him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a lot. There's a lot there that's available to every single oh, human yeah. that walks this earth, and it, of course, it always makes me sad when I think of people who don't know Christ, who've never had encounters with Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really sad. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that too. All right. So my bit. well, let me do my verse. All right. Yeah, I didn't get to my verse this week. Oh, <laughs> this is yeah. oh yeah. This week I did not. I didn't even realize I hadn't gotten to it until I was on my way over here to record. And what's painful about it is I just left. I was telling you before we started recording this, I just left my kids who did these little speech meets, right? You distracted over there? Got some text? I'm listening. Uh Talking about speech meets. So our kids did some speech meets at school. And Henry, Logan... He recited scripture after scripture after scripture. You know, he's 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. And he's a boy. Yep. And, everything that but comes this, with that. Everything that comes with being a 12-year-old boy, this boy, he must have he must have quoted at least a chapter from the Bible. Mm. Maybe more. Dang. I'm not I'm kidding. i hear this the next time I'm over there. And it was all the, you know, if, 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 you be you may be at war, you may at peace in times of peace, in times of war, in times of good and bad, and rain and you know, it's that it's that part of the Bible. And he went and did that. And as I was sitting there watching my little twelve year old fella do that, I was going, 
he made it a priority now. And he, you know, it took about two or three weeks for him to memorize it, but he did it. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Of course, with that came, oh my gosh, I didn't remember. I didn't memorize one verse this week. Although I am further down the road from never doing that, which before we decided to do this, never did it. Hello. You there? Yep. I got, I forgot to turn off. I can't help from work. No, I am. I am there. <laughs> I'm like, dude, where's but he at? But dang, I forgot to turn off the text off of the, I've got it turned off on the phone, but it feeds through on the, on the, the tablet. Yes. While I'm, which I've got the, you know, notes and stuff for the show pulled up on. So your so, work texts fact, are coming through and it's not, you think about stuff. It different. Yes. It's everything. Yeah. It's gotta, distracting. Hold on. I'm turning it off right now. Yeah. That is very distracting. Click work is a hard click. thing to get your mind okay. off of. Yeah, it takes a little. That's you know we've talked about it before. That's why we okay. Hey, get back on the track. Okay, so let's continue talking about the fact that you didn't memorize your scripture. But okay, go ahead. Well, I'm done with it. Okay, I mean I'm good with continuing on talking about it. I mean, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I, uh, here's the deal: just because we're talking about not judging and doing grace uh-huh. doesn't mean that you can just kick off the verse because we're talking about that this week. No. Mm. No. You're going to give me grace. I'm going to give you grace. I mean, you could have bust out with John 3:16 or something. I thought about it. I thought about the di- all right. Uh Jesus wept. What what chapter and verse? It's in the gospels. <laughs> Which gospel? You, you at can least. find it. In the Gospels. In the G. <laughs> Find it in the G's. <laughs> I can give okay, you so you're favorite. doing two next week? I can then? give you one of my favorite verses. Is it just says, he must become more, I must become less. Yeah. And that that was, don't tell me to wait. Mm, that was John the Baptist that said that. And that's when everybody was telling him, hey, Jesus is baptizing more people than you. And he's like, good. Good. That's as it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's. I want to get that tattooed on me. But yeah, he must become more. I must become less. Talk about knowing your place. I'm not first. He's first. This is as it is supposed to be. Yeah, no question. Of course, and then I get Jesus standing there in front of, in front of, Pilate saying, "God, you have no power except that which God gave you." I'm jumping all over the place here, but it's anointed. Mm-hmm. You have no, he's like, I have the power to set you free. You understand that Jew? And he's like, I don't know. You only have the power, which God gave you. And that's it. Yeah. Talk about, imagine? talk about shut down. Oh man. Talk about for pilot. He's going, who are you? I don't understand what I'm even encountering here. Wouldn't it be confusing to go? I don't know your God. And someone says that mm-hmm. to you. And you 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 yeah. and you understand that it's true somehow. You know it's true, and you're in charge of this whole providence. Province, sorry, province. It would have to. It would have to shake you at your core. It no would. question. It I would. Mean, well, Jesus should do that to you. Doing the doing the getting out there, and you've got somebody quote unquote at your mercy. And yeah. and look, just so I listened to a podcast. Uh, an episode kind of talking about the crucifixion, what it was like, mm-hmm. what what all they went through. It was an hour long po- podcast on the 
on the crucifixion mm-hmm. and the horror of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did that to thousands and thousands and right. thousands, tens of thousands. Right. Of people. Um, I hear they had and it crosses horrid, the road. Yes, just horrid deaths. Yeah. Horrid, horrid. Um, and it basically went out, it was it was a form of, of execution that went on for about a thousand years. Golly. A thousand until uh, Constantine you know, brought it to a halt and said no more. No well, more. you can't help but think about people that don't want to be electrocuted in the electric chair. Hey, to go politic or whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, wouldn't you rather electrocute? I'll take that. Oh, no question. And that's not even including the flogging and all that. Yeah, right. So um, just the crucifixion itself. But my guess is that there's only one person that responded in that manner. Yeah, right. Out and it would thousands. have to shake you to your core. You have no power except You're, you're doing this. It's not like that was the body. first time. And it was like, oh, wow, he responded that way. Oh, that's I didn't expect that. No. Mm-hmm. They're used to people groveling. Yeah. Begging, pleading. Let me go. Let me uh, go. Not throwing something at them like, yeah, you don't have any power except that that's that's given to you that's granted to you you gotta think what it takes jesus had to fast all the time he prayed all the time to have that he probably wasn't curvy clarity of mind i bet you i'm not imagining him as a curvy loring okay (laughs) you shouldn't have brought us back here It's hurtful. You're terrible. I feel terrible right now. Can we can we get to the podcast? Let's I'll wear a loser shirt next time. <laughs> what do we got on the list today for discussion, Henry? How Moses. sweet the sound. We'll see if Miles sticks with that. So when we come to Christ, we understand and appreciate the fact that it is by grace we are saved. And yet Generally, as time goes on, we become more mature. Quote, mature. Right. We lose sight of the idea of grace when we look at the world and those who have yet to come to Christ. We can be quick to judge rather than quick to grace. If we're true true ambassadors of Christ, we must be able to approach from a selfless, loving, and compassionate angle rather than judging the lost. If we're to have a shot to bring the gospel, and and when I was kind of sitting there thinking about it, Gabe, thinking about the idea of grace, thinking about the idea of not judging, which is actually what we're talking about, a couple things popped into my mind. One, the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Great Commission, not the Great Judgment. Yeah, The Great Commission is what? What would you say the Great Commission is? To go tell people about Jesus. Right. The good news. The good news. The good news. The gospel. Right? Not to go beat them over the head. Now, there, there is, we've talked about it many times, accountability, this and that with Christians. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about how we deal with sinners, how we approach sinners. The unsaved. The unsaved, yeah. Or, Are to we, be specific. Yeah. Not our brothers and sisters, but those who have not got Jesus in their life and asked him to lead their life and Lord over their life. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's it. So if we're, go, if we're to go out there into the world 
and how we approach. And it, and it's crazy. I mean, we get out there, we get saved. And if I think, Gabe, I mean, if I think about whenever I first started doing this, when I first, I just wanted to preach the gospel. When I first found Christ, truly for myself at the adult age, um, it was just different than when I was a child and had been brought up and it was rhythm and I loved God then, mm-hmm. but it, but it was a difference between that and being an adult age and making the choice for myself. I Man, I wanted to tell the world. Mm-hmm. I wanted to walk away from the filthy lifestyle that I was in. Yep. I was appreciative for what I, for the, for the grace I'd been given. Yeah. That, and there it is right there. That's the part that, that everybody who, who hasn't encountered God, I think it takes them off guard is once they realize how evil they are and the evil that they did is forgiven. It's forgiven them. That's where people come to the Lord. That's where they come to Christ and they can't ever forget. And you can't hardly do that unless you're an adult who's done a lot of evil. It's harder. You can't mm-hmm. do it. Absolutely. I, I got saved when I was seven. But as an adult, to recognize his grace, what he is forgiving, you, it's easier to recognize it when you've done things that needed forgiving. I think, I wonder if it's, I mean, you got to think, you get, you get, you get saved. You understand everything you've been forgiven for. Do you get to a certain point in your life that you that you almost get a little haughty, get a little confident? It happens to people. Get a little, you know what I'm saying? You kind of lose track of your first love. I don't think it's. I don't think it's natural. This is just my opinion. Um, who am I? But I don't think it's natural to do that. I think Satan attacks some um, there because he can. Mm. He know, and he attacks the other person who that's not natural for mm-hmm. in the way that he or she is susceptible. Mm-hmm. So they they might be, oh, not not where they think they're awesome, but maybe I want you know what's another sin? Anything. They might be selfish, more selfish. He might attack there, but on the haughty side, yeah. I mean, a lot of people. It's like the you quit smoking, and then you start judging people who still smoke, mm-hmm. even though you smoke with them for years. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. It's a susceptibility. Well, but see, I kind of think I kind of think I kind of compare the smoking thing to how you actually are when you first get saved. You're like, hey, man, if I can do it, you can do it too. Yes, for sure. This will be good for you. I'm telling you, you're missing out. You're about to have clear lungs. You're gonna um, not have to deal with COPD, you know, yeah, or, or cancer, or worse. or you know, like man, I did it. I'm telling you, it can be done. I've got good news for you, you know. Uh, whereas later on, the longer you're not a smoker, you're like, man, that person stinks. Right? Why do they could. smoke? You know, it's kind of similar to that. You're mm-hmm. not like, hey, man, come on, let's get quit. Let's get you out of that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of God has to meet everybody. You know, you quit years ago on your smoking stuff and I'm, I'm, I'm there by the way, I'm doing real good. That's awesome. 
I've hardly smoked anything You've been at killing all today. It. Yeah. I'm, I'm making good progress. I'm so happy and excited. No about turning it. back. No, turning <laughs> no back. I can tell. I can tell yeah. this is this is done. That's yeah. I probably probably in. A, I don't want to put a number on it because I've had to be real gentle with myself. But here in the next week or two, I think it's over. No, I more, believe it. No more yeah. little bitty puffs here and there. And so, um, but your walk had you there years ago. Mm-hmm. And mine, I'm just now there. And I know that God has to, he has Talk to get us smoking. where we are. Right, yeah. He has to get us where we are and meet us where we are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we got to be careful. Of course, we're just, and we're talking about brothers and sisters in Christ still. But mm-hmm. the real, real focus here is the unsaved, right? Yes. That's a great analogy. I'm not sure we didn't plan out the smoking analogy, but it really is. You know, you kind of, it took, it took, it took you a lot longer to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord's bringing around that conviction and that, and in the same way, it's, it, it's so easy to, to, to sit there and look at people and think you should already be at this point. You should already, why are you not turning to the Lord? Why are you not? And, kind of become this judgmental you know i heard i heard a pastor one time say tell a story about uh having some neighbors that were partiers this and that and they'd leave beer cans out in their yards on the weekend and all that and uh, he was just praying and annoyed and complaining to god and and he said god told him why are you why are you complaining he said, "Well, God, look at this and that, this and that." And he said, "Are they, are they, my children? Are they saved?" And he said, "No, not that I know of." And he said, well, "So why are you surprised that they're sinning?" <laughs> he said, "What do what do baseball players do?" He they said, play oh, "They play baseball, right?" They play ball. You know, what what what's a gardener do? Works that garden. He gardens. What do sinners do? They work that sin. Why are you gonna be surprised? When they're doing the sin, they're not walking under the discipline and the instruction of God. And yet we think now we, again, we are to, to, to hold each other accountable to, to, Hey, you know, let's get together. Let's talk. We've talked about that, but sinners, man, people that are living in the world that are lost, mm-hmm. they need, they need a reason to have hope, to understand there's hope out there. Yeah. Give me something to look to. Not, 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 and, I, and I think about that witch. You know what I'm talking about. I was 25. You were, you know, about 20, 21. We're at uh, Dante's, I think it was called, or something like oh, that. Oh, my friend from college? Yeah. Yeah. And she said she was a witch and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. We're sitting there talking, and... Yeah, boy, I I just kind of light her up. I don't know her from Adam because she's saying some rough stuff about God, as if yeah. God actually needs me to defend Him, right? And I and I feel like I pretty much win the argument, but yeah. I, I was hardcore and and rough on her, and who knows where she's at? Yeah, you talk about a horrible witness. Not forget about giving her hope, something to look forward to. I guarantee you, she ain't got any hope. No. Walking around in witchcraft? No, you're, there's no yeah. hope to be found there. Oh, hopeless. What am I giving her to look to? No. 
Like, hey, look at check out this angry Christian dude. He clearly has a ton of hope in him. Yeah, right. True. You know, what am I doing here? I'm sitting there judging her. That's exactly what I was doing. I was judging her for the things that were coming her out of well, her mouth. And I'm going to give you a little reprieve here. Is is it is it not easy to go? I hate sin, and you have it. You're re- ripe with it. What's ripe with it? Yeah, my heart was you, good. You reek of yeah. sin. And you, yeah, it's hard not to. That's the thing about judgment is we confuse the two. One, one, you hate the sin, but we tie the sin to the to the person, and that's where you go wrong. We're we hate sin. God, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Evil. It's like taking a demon possessed person and trying and to punch him in the face to get the it. demon out. Yeah, I ain't gonna do anything to the demon. That's not very helpful. To that, that is not very demon possessed person. So you're essentially sitting there pummeling the person who's emotionally who's suffering. To try to get them to, yeah, I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm going to abuse you a little bit. Makes me think of when I was. In the words of Martin Lawrence, now this is going to hurt just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, say, what? Well, I said this is going to hurt just a little bit. <laughs> this is going to hurt oh, a little bit. Oh, okay. Wham. <laughs> Wham. Yeah. You punch a person who's already enduring this heavy bondage of Satan. And his minions, his little demons running around, and 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 mm-hmm. and the person is just getting beat up more and more by other Christians, not just you. Maybe she got beat up by some other Christians mm-hmm. too. Who knows? I would venture but, to say I was probably not the first. Probably not, and that's sad. Thinking about all, all it takes is one. We're ambassadors of Christ. What's the job we're doing here? All it takes is one good ambassador, which you see horrible ambassadors in the world. Ambassadors that go around, represent their countries, that kind of, you know, and they don't right. do it well, right? Um, and then you see the ones that, that do it well, that 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 stand with integrity and bring and, peace and speak with wisdom and bring peace to the situation. I mean, we are. Hope ambassadors to the lost yeah. we're ambassadors who are we ambassadors to we ain't, we're not ambassadors to each other right we all reside in that kingdom yeah no we're ambassadors to the lost to the lost so if we're sitting here judging them for being lost yeah how does that what kind of ambassador is that and you gotta think about it it says so clearly judge not lest you be not judged it's hard to mix, not mix that up with just everybody. And it's like real specifically, we're talking about, I, I believe it's saying, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, we're talking about non-Christians. Judge That's not what we're the about. non-Christian, yeah. lest you be not judged. Or lest so, you be judged. Lest, lest you be, or you'll get judged. You're right. Darn it. <laughs> and so, Like I want to be not judged. The so. idea is, hey, Christians hold Christians accountable, but that lost person... You judge them, you're, you're going to ruin their chance. You're just going to hurt their chances of finding Christ because they're sure not seeing Christ in that. Christ himself died for them. We know that because yeah. we're saved. Yeah, but yeah. They don't really understand that. And so you're running around judging while Christ is running around dying for them, the unsaved. This makes no sense. Yeah, it's a great point. You see, you're almost undoing. You're undoing his work. 
Well, you don't want to be that guy. No, I don't. You don't want to be, I mean, the arrogance and the stench of that. The road rage, someone cuts you off, you flip them off. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. Or someone, some, some lady, you know, some, you're a lady and some lady says something snide at you. And you go tell some friend, you start gossiping to that friend about what that lady said to you. And y'all know each other, but two of you are Christian and one of you's not. Did you stop and say to your friend, well, let's pray for her? Did you do that? Yeah. Or is that too much? Or is your response, oh, yeah, I've already done that. I've already done that. You know. But now I'm mad. Well, I hope, you know, I'm grateful that that, uh, the people that were praying for me when I was lost didn't stop. You know, I know mom and the girls have regular prayer meetings for me Mm -hmm. because I was lost. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I forgot about that. That's true. Yeah, that is they true. had regular prayer meetings. Um, and you hear people doing that. I'm That's like, man, that legit worked because my testimony is a miracle. That legit worked. I know darn well that worked. <laughs> it was miraculous when I changed. I couldn't get out. I couldn't escape it. I was lost. I had known the truth, but I was lost. And and uh, out of the blue, it was over from prayer. Prayer again. We'll circle back around. Jesus prayed constantly, constantly. And there, you, 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 you see Christians that are further down the road in their walk with God. They are praying more. They're praying for themselves. Out of, an, out, of he, out of a humility. Out of a humility and a recognition that God is God and I'm not. And I go to him who made me. So when it comes to the lost... What was that you said one time uh, that you heard it on some podcast and you said like they they suggested imposed the idea that if God came down and said, all right, everybody that you prayed for in the last week to come to Christ and to me, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That was They're least all going to be saved. All right. Well, how many people would be saved? Yeah. Who's Whose salvation? How many would be going because of your prayers? Yeah. Or are you judging them? Or are you just, or maybe you're not even judging. Maybe you're just casting them What's the heart going to be? And thinking nothing of them. Where's your heart at? Where's it going to be? And part of it is discipline. We've talked about that a million times. Part of it is discipline. Where's your heart going to be at if you're running around judging versus if you're on your knees in prayer? You don't even have to like the person. You do not, you don't have to like the person. You do have to love them. Love them is not being pals. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean you got to be pals. But what's what's going to be the condition of your heart if you're running around talking smack on this person mm-hmm. versus if you are on your knees by your bed at night in prayer over the person? What's that going to do for your heart? What's it going to do for your for how you represent the Lord throughout the day? Or if you're just walking around angry, mm-hmm. frustrated, annoyed, which is natural, which is the flesh, which we were talking about a little bit ago with my scripture memory. The flesh is dead because of sin. Mm-hmm. The, the, the flesh or, or the spirit, though, should be life yeah. because spirit of righteousness. Life. Righteousness says, I will kneel at the foot of God, at the throne of God in prayer for my enemies. Yeah. And prayer for the people 
that love us. The, the Bible says uh, that even, you know, if you just love those that love you and bless those that bless you. Yeah. Well, how even, even the heathens do that. <laughs> right. What, what credit is that to you? No. We're supposed to, to bless those that curse us, pray for those that spitefully use us. Mm-hmm. That is being an ambassador. That is walking outside of judgment, but with love and grace. Well, and it's important to point out that if you're living for yourself and if you're a selfish person, that's not going to happen. If you're living for God, it is going to happen. It, it put as simply as possible. If you're thinking of yourself, you will not do that. Yeah. If God is on the throne, yeah, and you, are which just, is a moment by moment walk, it's a moment to moment thing. I mean, is. there are We're moments that you're living your for God one moment, and then the next moment you're living for self. I mean, it could shift that quick. You know, you because obviously we're living for God. Mm-hmm. That is what we're trying to do here. Um, and there will never be perfection. Fact. But it can shift at a moment's notice. We had to shift, you know, we both, before we started this podcast, we're having days, you know, about 50 million things going on and trying to make everything line up so we can get this done. And we had to make the shift, make a conscious shift to let's get the spirit right. You prayed over it. Uh, before we started, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, but as a conscious decision in that moment that was made, we're going to jump on here. We're going to make this podcast happen and do the service of the Lord. And we want to do that. Well, yeah, that's no different. It's got it, it can be a conscious decision. Catch yourself like we have to discipline ourselves to catch ourselves. When we're doing it. We're going to be human. We're still going to make those mistakes. Yeah. But to make the conscious effort. Oh, shoot. I just messed up. I just, I can't believe I just, I, I'm trying to get myself, I know better than to, uh, to think of, of my, okay, I'm going to use Sean for an example, cause he's my boss, but that dang Sean, you know, he drive me crazy. Oh, wait a minute. No, which Sean doesn't. He's my brother-in-law, one of the most wonderful guys I've what? ever known, but good man. But just for example, you know, oh God, he, he's, he's, you know, locks his employee over me, this, he, that. <laughs> and then wait a minute, wait a minute. I know I sh- Sean's not safe. He is safe in real life, to be clear. But but for this example, life, I know he's not safe. He's a sinner. What am I doing here? I need to hit my knees and pray. I'm going to go close my door. I'm going to walk away and I'm yeah. going to pray for him. I can't yeah. stand him, but I'm going to pray for him. Yeah. You know, yeah. your flesh still. Yeah. Not saying you got to like the dude. Not saying you got to like the chica. But you got to do so. You got you do have to pray for them. You do have to love them, as Miles so often says, because the Bible tells me I have to. Yeah, and and recognizing this is wisdom that you're seeing reading in the Bible. This is wisdom. It's it's it starts with because the, for you. because yeah. the Bible told me to. But but it's it's like don't you recognize God knows what's best for you? He said it. He said it in the Bible for a thousand reasons. Yeah. He doesn't waste anything. So it's, it's one, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. 
So he's telling you straight up. That it starts the right there. Thing to do. Yeah. You need to do this action this way. It's yep. easy. It's cut and dry. But oh, look, there's a for lot your of kids, things it starts on the with inside a of them. There's it, a lot of yeah. things on the inside that are happening to you by doing the right thing too. That's right. In your spirit, that needs that needs fed. Following is more than just the action. It's the, what happens in your heart yep. that brings you closer to him that makes you a better no ambassador. Question. Yeah, no question. It has to start somewhere. For your kids, it starts with a paddle on the butt. They do it because they know they're supposed to, not because it's ingrained into them. But over time, the character develops, they understand, they have a knowledge of the why, mm -hmm. and it'll be the same thing for us. We'll have a knowledge of the, the why over of time. Over time. Let me let me tell you a story, Gabe. It's about a little man named Zacchaeus that climbed up in a sycamore tree. This is out of Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. He entered Jericho he being Christ, and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not. There's tons of people following him, popular wherever he went, because also he was small in stature, short dude, short dude, not curvy dude probably, but short dude. Hmm. So he ran on ahead, climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. For he is about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw at the crowd, they all grumbled. He was gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Tax collectors were just pretty rough people. Mm -hmm. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That's what, that's, that's a, he saw, picked him right out of the tree. Mm -hmm. He was looking for him. He was looking for the lost. We need to be looking for the lost, not judging the lost. We need to be looking for the opportunities. How do we know somebody's not in a in a in a, a tree? Not an actual tree, but is it allegorical? I know metaphorical, allegorical. Anyway, metaphorical tree. I think it's metaphorical. Jenny's going to make sure and let me know. I guarantee you. So, but uh, a metaphorical tree. Yeah, I think that's right. Looking for Christ. Huh. Well, who is Christ to the world? The ambassadors. It's up to us to show the grace to, to pluck them out of their metaphorical tree and say, let me sup with you. Let me dine with you. Let me love on you. I tell you what, the other day, it's hard to do, and it's why the Bible says to be prepared at all times. I'm going to give you an example of one that, man, it, I, I missed an opportunity. I was driving through Taco Bell drive through and there was a dude there, and he had pink and green hair. Uh, he was um, probably like 22 years old, and he had cut marks up and down his arms and they were scars and I mean 
it looked like a, a design of something you would see on one of these sci-fi movies. I mean, he had cut the crud out of himself. And I was like, my gosh, I've never seen so many cut marks on someone's arms. And I, my heart yearned to tell him something. But I, I couldn't. And he was a nice kid. He was a nice kid. I couldn't believe. I was like, man, the torment he must be under, the demonic oppression mm. he must be under right now. I wanted to offer something, but I was just so caught off mm. guard. And um, he he was clearly lost. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the words. And, of course, as I was driving home, I was praying for him. But your story about Zacchaeus makes me think, you know, he's looking. Mm -hmm. We need to be looking for the lost like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking, you are more prepared Life's really distracting for me sometimes, and um, I, I get caught up in the the rhythm of it, and so I get caught off guard. But in Jesus' way, he was constantly looking. And, of course, it's biblical seeking you will find. Well, that was all he was here for. <laughs> and really, that's all we're here for as well. We just have to remember that. It, it's It's tricky. Yeah. But let alone to judge somebody. I didn't feel any judgment mm -hmm. on him coming from my heart. But um, there are people that I see mm -hmm. that when I see them, I do mm -hmm. judge. I like the, the mm -hmm. part, of, part of my heart goes, uh-uh, I don't like that. Rather than, that's, that's where I get caught is um, when someone looks way off from what they were made to be. Mm -hmm. My heart doesn't like that. And um, I get caught up in judgment. No, oh, let me let me give you for an example. Let's transgender. I mean, that's the big deal right now, and we are mm -hmm. standing against that sin mm -hmm. and that perversion, the spirit that comes with that, mm -hmm. um, the the attempts with which that movement is trying to infiltrate uh, children mm -hmm. and the school systems and all that. Right? We stand against that, and we should stand against that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, we should have a spine, but should we hate the person? And that's supposed where to sit there and that's where it gets hard. Is again, it's the sin that's in in them, not uh, them. That's not who God made them to be. And the sin there, we hate the sin, but it's such a physical mm -hmm. manifestation of mm -hmm. the sin that you do look at it and go, "No, no, I don't like that. I don't like what mm -hmm. you represent." And so it goes even further, not just the sin, but now what it represents to get other people to do it too. And it it, it is something that has to be kept in check. That's a good example. Mm -hmm. um, lots of examples of it that your judgment on people isn't doing any good. No, I mean... Do no, we, I, and I'm saying in no, general, all people... No, I know, yeah. But I'm saying, do we sit there and look at them and and see them as the enemy? Again, they are the enemy. That technically, well, they the are the enemy. The well, no, the, the Bible says to love your enemies. So we will have actual oh, okay, enemies. Okay. I like that. They actually are the enemy, but we are still to love them, yeah. to love on them. Doesn't mean we, love doesn't mean embracing their sin. In fact, 
helping to escape from that, to know the truth and be set free by the truth, Mm -hmm. to help them to see that, to do so. Yes, still stand against evil. Absolutely. But help them to be free to see the truth if they're willing to listen. Now, if they're not, right after that scripture, the scripture that I memorized in in Romans earlier, it talks about casting their... They're not willing to listen, you know, not casting pearls before swine. Yeah. That's fine. But also, that doesn't say anything, okay, go ahead and judge them. No, just, you know, walk away. Mm -hmm. Walk away from them then. If they're not willing to hear it, you don't know what seeds got planted. Uh, I think of of that story Jace Robertson told Mm -hmm. where he was of the Duck Dynasty family, where he was... He when he was younger and he had first found the Lord, he was all about man. He was bringing people that's to minister funny. to all the time. You say of the Duck Dynasty family, that's hilarious. You mean of the Robertson family? But that's all they. Well, but the Duck Dynasty family. Yeah, I said Robertson, <laughs> Jace Robertson. I know. Of the, I, know, you know I know. Calm down. Calm down. But everybody's not going to know. You know, it's funny though. Trubies will know, but <laughs> but of the Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Family. So, so, but anyway, so he would, he would minister to people and, and do all that all the time and wasn't even working a job really. Well, anyway, he finally goes to minister to this old boy and, uh, there was another guy that was there and was like, ah, yeah, I don't want to hear all this, you know? And he got up and went in another room. And so Jace was like, all right, you know, so he kept talking to the guy that he was there to witness to and. And that guy ended up not wanting anything to do it with it either. And so Jay's like, okay, you know, well, it is what it is. Walks away from it. The other guy that had gone into the different room ends up hitting him up later on and saying, I can't stop thinking about it. He was in the other room listening. Still listening. Yeah. And he's like, I can't, I need to, I need to know more about the Lord. I can't stop thinking about it. You know, well, what if Jace would have taken it personally and been like, you know what? That's bull. Why didn't I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to get on out of here. If y'all don't want to listen to, you know, and taking stuff yeah. personally and doing all that right. kind of stuff, you know. Who was he there for? What was his purpose to be there? It was there yeah. to tell people about who Christ. Jesus is. And the gospel, the good news. Not not to look yeah. cool. It wasn't to look cool. It wasn't to be awesome. Mm-mm. It was to tell about Jesus, the Great Commission. Yep. What's, the, what's your purpose in this life? Yep. What are you here for? It's to tell... People about the good news. The good news. Yeah. When I was working on this, Gabe, the song Amazing Grace just came into my head. And it says, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. Not amazing judgment. Mm-hmm. How sweet the sound. Judgment's not going to make people want to. It didn't make you and it didn't make me. It was the grace of understanding. There's a freedom that I don't have that I can actually attain. And it's not through anything that I can do. In fact, I don't have to do anything to get it. Mm-hmm. I just have to come before the throne and receive it. Yeah. And leave it to God and take it from there. It's that's not by my works. It's not by my works. That's what brought every single one of us to Christ. Why would it be any different for those 
that we're dealing with we on a regular basis. It's not different. We can't see them as on the other side. God doesn't. You're over there. We're over here. No, no. We have to be willing to take the lashes. Take the lashes just like Christ did in order to be witnesses. Final thoughts? I just think they, I'm always bewildered. It'll always be more than I can comprehend what he did and why he did it. And I just think it's important to always have that on your mind when you talk to somebody. What he did and why he did it. Mm -hmm. And as you learn more about the Gospels and you read them more and more, you do start to grasp more and more every time what he did and why he did it. Mm -hmm. And the grander picture of Mm -hmm. it all. And it all starts with just a crucifix. That's where we all see it. But then as you read the Gospels more and more, Mm -hmm. you see the grander picture of all that he did. And it... I would just say that the as soon as somebody starts to talk to somebody who's lost, that should come. Let that start to come into your mind right then. And so you can remember why Which you're here. Which is frequent. Yeah. Which is frequent. It is. That's why you're here. Your path didn't cross for no reason. Don't judge them. Don't judge them. It's so easy to That's do. That's funny. We pray for opportunities. There it is. And there, Use it. we have them every day. Every day, God, please give me an opportunity to be a witness. Did you did you come into contact with somebody that was not saved today? Then you had the opportunity. That's your opportunity. That's your that's shot. your opportunity. A shot to spread the, the who God is. Pink hair, pink hair, green hair, yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, how you doing today? Mm-hmm. What's the Lord doing in your life? Right. Plant the seed, even if it's just a. I think of that kid, and I don't know what happened to him, but in the HTO line when I was going through to get yeah. IST. Yeah. And I asked him that, and he, he he said, well, I'm alive. I'm like, huh? And he's talking about how he was had been pondering suicide. Hmm. I mean, I just, you talk about being caught off guard. Yeah. But just because I asked him, what's the Lord doing in your life? Because we were talking about that in Bible study, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, find whatever phrase works for you to, to create the conversation. Yeah. With the lost. And, and it'll help you not to judge. If, uh, if your goal is to be out there to see them, that's gonna it's going to be real hard to judge them if you're looking for them. To I like what them. you just said there. I know we're right at, about out of time, but I like how you said that. Find whatever phrase works for you mm-hmm. to open up that conversation. Mm-hmm. This week I had to start cold calling, mm-hmm. right, you know, yeah. to realtors to yeah. find, find more business. Yep. And I did. I spent a day or two writing a script that I was like, this is what I'm going to say is how I'm going to say it. So I could not freak them out by sounding like a salesperson mm-hmm. that, but that I could say words that would let them know I'm a normal person mm-hmm. who just wants to meet you. And I, I, I spent time on you that. put a and bunch of time in it. You didn't I, put a bunch of time in the thought of your memory verse, but you did though put some time in on that though. Anyway, go ahead. I'm trying not to hate you. Right Bring up my right. round again. Judgment. Bring up my roundness again. Judgment. Your curviness. <laughs> my curviness. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I did work on that. Mm. And uh, it did, you know, 
pick pick a way that does make an easy mm. segue to bring love up, it. Hey, love it. Yeah, God loves you. Yes, He yes. died for you. He's there for you. Instead of judging, instead of judging, don't mm. don't let it get you. Mm. Don't judge. Don't judge. Don't judge. That's right. Amen. Let's pray. That was good. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for my brother, the opportunity to be able to do this ministry together. Lord God, we repent. We're so sorry for judging the lost. Uh, we're sorry for not being good ambassadors. Lord, we ask your forgiveness. We ask your wisdom. We ask your discipline moving forward. Help us to represent you well, Father. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. thing to say. <laughs> <laughs>